0: everybody. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today on the podcast, we are going to be discussing some 2022 trends that are being predicted and whether or not we're into that. But first... <laughs> Before you get all of our thoughts on that, outside of the podcast, you can find us all over the place. You can find us on Instagram, where we are Megan and Wendy LSS. And you can also hop into our Facebook group, which is Long Story Shorties. I've been trying to do a a whole lot better over there on shorties. I hope you have recognized that. I recognize it. Wendy's killing it. I am out. (laughs) I'm just trying to participate, you know that's what it's for right Right. you can also email us at meganandwendy at gmail.com and if you're interested in supporting your favorite podcasters you can check us out on patreon patreon.com slash Wendy. we are creating exclusive content over there for you and we're actually going to be recording some stuff today for patreon so it's coming up for january Indeed, and Patreon subscriptions start at $3 a month, and our most expensive subscription is $7 a month. So, it is not a huge investment, but it is a huge support for us. Indeed. Um, I already shared our email address, but Megan tells me that we have an email today to share. I'm so excited. do, and it's from Jennifer, and it's a vitamin tip. We talked last week about Wendy wanted to be better about taking vitamins. We talked about tricks to get us to do it. And she says, I keep forgetting to take my vitamins. So I got a daily pill case like a 90-year-old and put them <laughs> in there. I leave it on the kitchen table where I sit. That way I can see if I took them already or not. Uh, that's a great tip. Um, Are you watching Real Housewives of Orange County? Yes. Are you up to date? I might be an episode behind. Eh. Okay, I think in last week's episode, they showed Terry Dubrow and he was like doling out his vitamins and his... his Hill box. Oh yes, and, and it was a lot. <laughs> the The internet blew up with like, what the heck is Terry Debro taking? So he's got that Care of subscription coming in hot. Something. Well, don't they sell supplements? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I would. Ass- he's I mean, taken I, all that consult Bute. I I would hope that right. he uses their product, but I don't know. I I, I did try to like look closer, but I couldn't couldn't see. <laughs> I like the pill organizer because then if you're like me and you can't remember if you've taken them, then you can see like, oh, it's empty. I took them. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the trick is putting it somewhere where you're going to be regularly, whether you use a pill organizer or put it by your coffee maker. I still plan to put them by my coffee maker, but believe it or not, I have not been to Target in the last week. Mm -hmm. And it's on my target list to buy vitamins. So. Well, I, I a small update here. I have started to take my goalie. I I honestly don't know if that's how it's pronounced. G O L I. What would say that like Snickers? Yes, <laughs> flavored. Uh huh. I mean, it's. It, it, I've been trying to take it every day. I think I'm d- doing really well at it too, and no pill box needed. I mean, it comes in a big like uh, container anyway. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And trying they taste get, good. You know, it kind of tastes like fake chocolate a little bit, of uh-huh. course. But, you know, it's I'm not swallowing like six pill. huge vitamin pills. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm chomping down on something that tastes like caramel and nougat and chocolate. So, you know, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm glad to hear it. I, uh, for the listeners, did see some Goldie branded vitamins in a home goods recently. I didn't see the ones Wendy's taking, but the internet sensation apple cider.
1: The vitamins yeah.
0: were in Home Goods. I have those, too. They're not great. I would imagine. <laughs> They're, like, chewy, like gummies. Yeah, yeah. They have so many other, other ones, too, like uh, ashwagandha. Am I saying that correctly? I think it's ashwagandha, but uh-huh. I Isn't that what I about. said? I thought that's what I said. Ashwagandha? Does that sound right? Yeah. Karen, if you're listening... <laughs> let me know if i'm saying it right anyway i don't know what that what that supplement is so i'm a little hesitant to like you know jump into something yeah it sounds like psychedelic to me right like it would have some sort of that sort of effect, oh, like mushroom effect right but similar, i don't know similar to your mushroom coffee this is fake news oh did you guys see the mushroom <laughs> coffee disaster on Instagram? <laughs> This is what I get. I was trying to be nice. We went to a brand new coffee shop last week. So cute. The people were so nice. I walk in and I'm the only person in the store. And, and I tell you that because I want you to know that I'm not the kind of jerk who's like, what do you suggest when there's a huge line behind me? Okay, I need to preface this. But the guy at the register was like, what are you in the mood for? And I wasn't quite ready. So I I said, "Oh, I don't know. And he goes, well, I can help you. So I said, what do you suggest? It's not a Starbucks. I know my Starbucks order, but I get flustered in another coffee place because everyone has, they call it different things and they have different things on the menu. And maybe I wanted something different than my basic boring iced coffee. So he goes, oh, I suggest a Chagachino. And I said, great. I order it. I sit down. Wendy shows up, says, what is that? And I tell her, and she goes, that has mushrooms in it. (laughs) (laughs) Lo and behold, quick Google search of their menu. This was not on their menu on the wall. Yeah, it has mushrooms in it. It actually didn't taste bad. I just felt a little bit duped. Like, why wouldn't you tell me, like, that's a mushroom coffee that I'm suggesting to you? I mean, you could have had an allergy or something. I think he should have told you. I do think it's on me, though, if I have an allergy to say, like, oh, does, what does that have in it so I'm not inadvertently ordering? Sure. I mean, I let him suggest I didn't ask any additional questions. We went across the street and had French toast and Cokes. I only knew it was mushroom coffee because uh, an earlier visit, I think I might have done the same thing because their board doesn't ha- say the ingredients or of anything. It doesn't have a description no. of what you're ordering. It just has the name of it. And I think I might have asked, like, what's that? And then she told me it was like mushroom something or other. And I was like, I'll pass on that. you know. So I'm sorry. I feel terrible. <laughs> You shouldn't feel bad. I was I it was my fault. I didn't ask any questions. They were very nice. I would totally go back and I did not share the name of them when I because they didn't do anything wrong. No, I know, I know. Really cute coffee place. And I would go back and I would do my research ahead of time or I would just order something that I know exactly what I'm doing. Guys, she never took a sip out of the out of the cup again after, <laughs> after she learned it was mushroom coffee. True. I, that's not because it was mushroom coffee, because it was sweetened with a Artificial sweetener that you don't jive with. Yeah, that yeah doesn't sit well with me. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to run the risk of not feeling well. <laughs> so $8.50 went in the trash can. <laughs> Which is bananas that to me. That is, right? I have only, I think, either gotten tea or like a filtered coffee or an iced tea there. And I don't think I paid nearly $8 for any of it. That's crazy. Uh, we have better news, though. Out of that failed coffee experience. We had a big 2022 quarter one planning meeting and we have a new feature coming to the podcast that we're calling Pop Culture Club. Are you excited about this? I'm very excited. So essentially what we are doing is every month, uh, Wendy will assign me a show or movie or something I can watch. And I am going to assign Wendy a book to read. And at the beginning of every month, We will have an episode where we come back and we discuss our thoughts on that book and that show. Well, what's fun about it, too, is that we're going to like pre-announce what we're reading and watching. So if the listeners at home want to read or watch those things, too, then, you know, they can like email us and give us their thoughts or, you know, kind of make it like a podcast community experience. Right. Um like a book club, sort of ish. Exactly. Are you ready to make your announcement? Is this Yes the time? I am? Yes okay. I am. You wanna go first? <laughs> yes I do. Okay. It's been a longtime favorite of mine. Uh-huh. You sound nervous. I'm I'm not nervous. Okay. Megan Megan had some like mm, Were you gonna say that. parameters? Yes, parameters. But I what? was like, I'll watch anything. That was (laughs) real. I didn't want to overload Megan with, like, a show that had 22 episodes, you know. To me, I can rip through that in a weekend. It takes Megan a little bit more than that. It does. Uh, So, for this month, I'm asking you to watch season one of Vanderpump Rules. Oh, my God. I've never seen an episode. Can you believe it? I can. It's only eight episodes, season one. Oh, nice. uh, It's actually 10, but episode nine is a reunion, and episode 10 is like a behind the scenes. So you only need to watch one through eight. Well, I want to see the reunion. I'm excited. That's been on my list of things that I've wanted to watch for a long time. So I am excited for that. It's available on Hulu. So Excellent. excellent. There you go. So for Wendy, I really went through my book list of books I've read in the past couple of years and I'm I'm giving you what I think is a little bit of a softball. I'm not I'm not diving in with science fiction. I'm not sure I'll make you do that at all. I'm giving you a book called The Flat Share, and the author's name is Beth O'Leary. And in twenty twenty this was the book that in my book circles, anytime someone would ask for a book recommendation, this would come up. I loved it. It's the story of two people who share an apartment, but they have completely opposite working schedules, so they never see each other. It's a sweet, a little bit of a romance. I think oh, you God. enjoy it. Is it's it Hallmark? Is it heavier than Hallmark? I hope. Yes. And the, the romance—is it like hot and steamy? I honestly don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. It's not a Hallmark romance. Okay. I'm very excited. I hope it's on Audible because, you know, that's how you consume It's definitely, books. I looked, it is available in audio. Woo! Very excited. And because I, you're going to get great accents because it's on Audible, because you're going to listen to it. I, The next book this author came out with, I listened to on audio and I loved listening to it because they have British accents and it was lovely. So you're going to get that. Um, Is it a YA novel? No, they're adults. No. Okay, cool. I'm stoked. Yeah. I'm so excited for you to meet Jax and Kristen Doty and Stassi Schroeder. Yes, very excited. I feel like this is just going to blow my pop culture knowledge wide open. Like all of these <laughs> holes I have in places where people talk about things and I have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. I can't wait. A sharp left turn. Yeah. F in covid seriously oh my god so when we met last week to do our planning meeting i had i had said to megan have you seen that meme where it's like mario from nintendo and he's like trying to miss the covid like whatever it's really funny i will put it in our show notes if i can find it and jokes on me because covid has hit our household not me thankfully. Although we are recording remotely today. Wendy's in quarantine. We are. I am in, you know what? Okay. So the ever changing CDC rules are mind numbing. I don't know heads from tails because I had just read yesterday. It said, if I've been exposed, but vaccinated, I don't need to quarantine. Yeah. You know, what's funny is that's our school's rule too. It has been like, if you are vaccinated and have an exposure, you can continue coming to school unless you are symptomatic, obviously, or you test positive. But uh, there was an email that came down from the district last week because everything's blowing up. And it's like, if you're exposed, if someone in your house is waiting on a test, if like, it was like, stay home, stay home, stay home. And I think maybe that's not the official rule, but because things are so out of control, they're like, please just stay home. (laughs) Just don't come to school at all. It's crazy. So, I will say, like, I've been just hanging around the house all weekend, ordered mm-hmm. groceries yesterday, you know, just jerking around. Is, is it terrible? Been, okay. Th- I'm like struggling a little bit because it's giving me all like early March 2020 right. memories of just like being home and like on, not even on top of each other, because we've all kind of been in separate spaces just mm-hmm. to, for isolation reasons. Um, but it's making me feel like I want to go do something, but I can't do something. And, and it's like, it's, you know, the news, the updates, it's all in my news feed on my TV. And I'm like, it just feels, uh, you know, a lot. I just can't believe we're nearly two years into it. And we're still in this place where we still don't fully know what to do. The guidance is still goes in six different directions. Testing is very hard to come by. Our district has free testing available, which is great. They have free same-day PCRs, but now they're running out. My daughter over the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, had a little bit of a cough, and I kept her home, and Sunday morning I tested her, and she was negative, and then she woke up completely symptom-free this morning. So she went to school, but I kind of was like, well, I don't know. Like, w- what am I supposed to do here? Like, what's what's the guidance in this case? I know. I just can't believe we're still here. Well, the testing situation is really yeah. crazy. Like, mm-hmm. one, I, I I, couldn't get a rapid test anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's not new news. They're just not available anywhere. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine called on Friday and we were chatting. She goes, yeah, I just got two COVID tests from Walgreens. And I'm like, which one? Literally on the phone with her, I grab my purse, get in my car, drive down there. <laughs> and i'm like okay got to go i'm i'm at walgreens and they had them behind the counter you had to ask for them but everybody there was buying them and he you know i was like oh yeah a friend told me my <laughs> friend told me that you had them so i had to come down and get them you know <laughs> i felt like it was like a drug deal it was crazy yeah. and I, I felt like i hit the lotto cuz i got two of them you know and it has two in it i had four tests Ooh sell I wonder if there people are selling these on like eBay or whatever. I'm sure they are. Oh, jerks. Although at this point everyone kind of needs them. <laughs> I know. Like you, you can't even make that resale money. Well,
1: Not that seriously? I'm encouraging
0: that. No. <laughs> well, seriously, after I purchased them, I was like, "Okay, I have to go get some other stuff." So I I was like walking around the store with them in my hand and I was like, "What if somebody like straight mugged me for my <laughs> covid tests right now, you know?" Yeah. Uh, crazy. And then we went to go get a PCR test, which was like a drive-through COVID clinic. Mm-hmm. It cost us $250 a piece or something like that. It was yes. ridiculous. It's just all I can say is F and COVID. That's right. I read something um today it was like we're entering season 3 of COVID. <laughs> seriously i'm like oh my god and then i also read something an article today and i'll link it in our show notes it was like um it was like a opinion from two like scientists about if covid's just going to like be that thing that's going to be around forever and ever and ever like will ch- will eventually co- become like the flu you know right. like, or if it's going to be like you know our pants are on fire and everybody's freaking out, like, if it's going to stay like that. So it was an interesting article, but it did, even, you know, it was clear as mud. It didn't make me feel uh-huh. any better. So. I know. I think we keep making predictions about what it's going to turn into. And so far, two years into it, it's still a lot of panic. Let's move on because I'm tired. Let's of move on. You want to talk to Golden Globes? Well, listen to this last night. We my husband and I recently just started the HBO show Succession. Uh-huh. And there's like three or four seasons. We've never seen it before. And uh Macaulay Culkin's brother, Kieran, I think yes. is his name, is in the show. And I was yes. like, "I wonder how old he is." So I Google it last night, and then the Golden Globes things come up, and I was like, "Oh, he's nominated for a Golden Globe. Oh, it's it's happening right now." And I was like, "I didn't know it was on tonight." So like we turned the TV you know the tv guide the one that's on the screen and we're looking for it and then we can't find it so i google it yeah they didn't they didn't broadcast the golden globes this year nope they read the names to an empty ballroom at the beverly hilton were were the actors there no it's to receive their award or no No, this is an article from the New York Times, which says they read those names to a ballroom at the Beverly Hilton devoid of stars, then posted the results to Twitter in real time. Weird. Um, It says Sunday's ceremony lacked an in-person presence from winners like Will Smith and Nicole Kidman, who took the lead acting drama trophies. I listen to the podcast, which is a pop culture podcast, and they made their 2022 predictions. And one of them is like Golden Globes is going to be over. People are talking about it this year because it's kind of a joke, right? It's not even being broadcast. So they tweeted the winners. Is there any interest in an award show that doesn't also have the red carpet associated with it and hosts and clips that are shareable the next day? Who, who cares about these awards that don't have all of the trappings of an award show to go along with them? Totally. I don't. Neither do I. And I do think it uh, is appropriate because, you know, they got called out, you know, Golden Globe's so white. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, there was a New York Times and L.A. Times investigation that, according to the New York Times, revealed a series of ethical lapses within the Hollywood Foreign Press Association and a membership devoid of black voters. So, you know, it's time. Goodbye. Yeah, I mean, it's not... uh, Look, I totally stand behind all that, and that's great, but then part of me, like, misses, like, seeing my favorite shows and actors, like, celebrated for the work that they do, because I feel like that's, like, a community thing, like, oh, my God, we love Hacks, and Hacks won for best, you know what I mean? Yes, so I think there's room for someone else to come in and take over this role of, again, throw back to the podcast, don't want to steal their thunder. They said, hey, maybe there's room for a Netflix to come in and host an award show. And it doesn't need to be of only Netflix shows, but someone else needs to do it better. I want to see those things celebrated as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not here for like the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. I'm not a stand for them. I know they are terrible organizations. So... It doesn't need to be their. <clears throat> it doesn't need to be their award show. I just want any award show, you know. Yeah, I want to see Jason Sudeikis give his acceptance speech. Exactly, exactly. So speaking of winners, uh, I mentioned earlier, Hacks, one of our favorite shows of the year, one for best comedy, and the wonderful, show. the wonderful Gene Smart, one for best actress in a comedy. Freaking love Gene Smart so much. Me too. So much. Jason Sudeikis. Saddu- I always mess up his last name, but he won for Ted Lasso. Um, a bunch of actors from that show, Succession, won. So I think I'm going to keep watching that show because I'm just barely into season one. I-, I watched the first episode the other day. Mm-hmm. It's real slow. It's more character driven for sure i think we're on episode five and i was like i feel like i'm watching a movie every night because the pace of this show is so slow but i'm gonna stick with it people love it i want to circle back to something we discussed last week it is not glamorous. It's dental floss. And (laughs) one of my 2022 goals is to be a better flosser and continue to be a good steward of my teeth. And I said, I want to try cocoa floss. And Wendy is going to have her. I told you so moment right now because (gasps) you said you didn't like it, but I couldn't be deterred. I had to know for myself. Sometimes we just have to know for ourselves. I ordered it. It arrived. I just went with plain mint, even though I was kind of like, hmm, maybe I want watermelon dental floss or pineapple dental floss. I just got mint. Here's the problem. My teeth feel incredibly clean after using it. However, it doesn't slide easily between my teeth. It's like I have to force it into my teeth. And prior to this, I was using like a glide floss Mm -hmm. that just glides nicely through my teeth. Maybe that means that that floss isn't doing the best job because it slides so easily it's not grabbing everything that it should so I have to decide I'm going to continue to use it I bought it I'll finish it it is just more work than my previous floss and it's hard Mm -hmm. to use it's like (laughs) like getting it through my teeth and all that talk about their great flavors, I can't even, like, I don't even notice the mint on the floss. <laughs> I mean, all. are you licking the floss? No, no, but I could taste the floss in my mouth previous. Like, I would, there would be a minty taste in my mouth. Yeah, There's I There's no understand. noticeable taste. Uh, I mentioned in that episode that I liked Dr. Tong's T U N G apostrophe s i liked his uh brand of floss and i also like just regular old glide floss too yeah that i do like that glide floss it's very comfortable i just think that coco floss is flashy like it's an instagram product it yeah, must have a great affiliate program because those influencers push it like it's the second coming of floss <laughs> So is Coco Floss a 2022 trend? I don't know, guys, but we're going to take a quick break and come back and talk all the 2022 trends and what we think about them. Heyo, earlier we talked about Patreon and we're very excited for the month of January, especially for the Hallmark lovers out there starting at just $3 a month. January is is dedicated to Tyler Freakin Hines. If you don't know who Tyler Hines is, take a minute, Google him. He is a juicy, beautiful actor. And um, we're just gonna objectify him during uh, the month of January on Patreon. What that means exactly is we are going to review one of his previous Hallmark movies, Winter in Veil. It also stars my favorite Lacey Shaber, see every time. <laughs> How do you say it? Shaber. Shaber. And it's the way it's spelled, is that's why it gets jumbled up in my head. Anyhow, we're gonna be reviewing Winter and Vale and an episode of the drama series called Unreal, which he guest starred in. So if you're interested in learning about Tyler Hines, getting to know Tyler Hines, listening to us talk about Tyler Hines. Check out patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. Sign up today. So it's the beginning of the year. There's a billion articles telling you what the trends of the year are going to be. And mostly these are clickbait. Oh, for sure. I think so, too but it was fun to dig into them and we made a list of some of the predictions for the year and we have some thoughts on what the predictions are yeah i'll link the article in our show notes it's a new york most of them are a new york times article which by the way i could not read because they were behind a paywall oh i do have a new york times subscription i'm so oh, sorry oh highfalutin tootin' new york times subscription it was a early pandemic purchase when all of these articles were behind a paywall. I think I pay $4 a month for internet access, so mm-hmm. it's not so highfalutin. There's a Vogue article in here. There's an HGTV article in here. There's an Expedia article in here. There's I pulled from several sources. Okay, all right. Let's talk about the first one. The first one is, and this seems very obvious, home entertainment gets personal. Again, this is from the New York Times. And the idea here is we know that movie going is down streaming Mm. is up Mm -hmm. do you miss going to the theater no not at all i hate going to the movie theater me too i would much rather sit on my own couch with my own blanket with my own snacks with the ability to pause and go to the bathroom and the idea here is that we're going to see a push towards making those movie watching spaces our own there is talk of a custom recliner that will have a TV stand built into it. I'm not really uh, sure that we who need needs that. that? Who no. needs that? <laughs> we've got tablets. We've got TVs mounted on our wall. But I will say we bought a new couch last year and it has a chaise on one corner of it. And I was not into the chaise. I didn't want it. I thought it was annoying. I sit there exclusively. It is my favorite spot to watch TV, to read a book. I mean, there is going to be a butt imprint in that section of the couch before much longer because I love that space. So I'm into making your space comfy and cozy and never going to the movie theater again. I'm so sorry to places that are going to lose business, but we need to pivot and find other ways to make money because I don't ever want to go back to the theater. I don't either. I I only wanted to talk about highfalutin i only wanted to go to the theaters that had like the recliner chairs and the in-service dining that kind of Mm -hmm. experience Mm -hmm. where it was costing a hundred dollars to go to the movies you know Mm -hmm. if not more um i like all those amenities at my own house now it's just and honestly and it's gonna get real dark i feel very vulnerable at a movie theater Based yeah. on, like, all the uh, horrible tragedies that have happened at movie theaters, I don't—I I can never fully relax. I feel like I'm mm. always, like, uh, on edge. So, yeah, the movies, sorry. Goodbye. I'll stay home. What do you think about Side Parts Will Rise Again? Thank freaking God, because I can't pull off a middle part. I'm not even trying. I know you have tried earlier. Well, Last here's the thing. I have a cowlick in my hair, so I cannot do a true middle part. It doesn't work. So even my middle part is slightly off-center. A middle part doesn't work for everybody, and it doesn't make you old if you still prefer a side part. Not everybody's hair looks great. Stick straight. You know, we've been through phases where, like, stick, stick straight was the trend. That, that doesn't work for everybody. So Gen Z can just shh and bring back the side part. I know. My daughter... She's fully Gen Z and she mm-hmm. won't let go of that side or that middle part. And I'm always trying to like, because when she was little, she had a side part. Yes. And so like when she still lets me do her hair, I always try to put the side part in and she's like, "Ugh, it's so terrible. And I'm like. A hundred percent same. It's she's not... like, it's so puffy because it like puffs up when you flip it yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's cute. <laughs> I'm hoping the side part. I I'm hoping the side part comes back for her a little bit. Like, I right. ho- Like, I, I just want my teenager to know that she doesn't have to wear her hair the same way every single day. Yes. <laughs> Says the mom who wears her hair the same way every single day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad the side part, the deeper the side part, the better. That's what I like on my own personal hair. Next up, waistlines will get lower. Oh, no, 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 no. Here's, here's my thoughts. Never do I need to return to the Britney and Christina days. Never, never, never. No. However, I don't personally enjoy the super duper high rise. I don't find them comfortable. So I wouldn't mind like a return to a mid rise being standard because I, there was a period there where it was very hard to find a gene that wasn't a high rise. Where they're like, you're buttoning them right under your breasts. (laughs) Yes. That felt like a prison to my stomach. It was so uncomfortable. I'm sorry. So I am okay with a mid-rise. Well, I got to tell you, I'm a little fearful because I follow Britney Spears on Instagram. And she's often in very, very low-rise jeans. And I'm like, please, please, please don't let this be like a trend. I just like, think she's never stopped wearing that look. I know, but I just like uh-huh. I don't want people to think like, oh, I want to, I want to revisit that. Because remember that you would like squat down, bend over, whatever, and your butt crack, boom, is right there. Your terrible. underwear would rise above your jeans. Ugh. Yes, I remember it well. I. That's just no. It's never happening. I will wear sweats for the rest of my life. <laughs> Flow rises. Yeah, jeans jogger life forever. <laughs> Here's one I also have mixed feelings about. Mm-hmm. Brown is back for interior decorating. And no, I'm not doing it. Nope. 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 We went through such a long phase in our house where everything was brown. Everything was brown. My husband loved a brown. <laughs> <laughs> everything was wood. The couch was brown. The everything was brown yeah yeah however we've swung so hard in the opposite direction that now everything in our house is gray Mm -hmm. so and i i'm not alone lots of us live in white and gray homes oh totally so i've seen some suggestions like to warm up the gray with like a like some leather pillows i like that like i don't mind that kind of brown Well, it's funny, you know, our friends, the Okayest Moms, Brittany and Heather, I follow them on Instagram and and, uh, both of them are like currently doing projects in their home. And one of them is painting and they were talking about like gray is out. And I was like, well, if gray is out, what is in? And she's like, browns. And I was like, no, she said like tan walls, like warm tan walls are I and I'm getting ready to repaint the interior of my home, and I just can't. I can't. Not tan walls, no. What color are your walls right now? They're grayish. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's not It's not too far off. No, and, in fact, and- I, I found a color that I really liked, but it's called Accessible Beige. <laughs> accessible Beige? I'm looking it's at so, it right now. It's so It looks grayish, doesn't it? It does. And I think, you know, when we're talking wall color... Wall color trends, I mean, yes, accent walls, dark rooms, all of that. But for an all over color, they stay in the same family, right? It's like a light tan or a light gray or a light beige. We have, I can't remember what it was called, but it was everywhere. It was a Sherwin-Williams gray that was everywhere. And in some lights, it looks a little tan. In some lights, it looks a little grayer. And I don't mind it. I feel like it just kind of blends into the background. I think like all of these trends take what works for you if you like gray in your house paint your walls gray yeah god that brown though we used to yeah brown everything brown everything i hate it yeah we had so much brown it took me years to break my husband of the habit of gravitating towards the brown couch yeah, brown, right. brown, 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 brown. <laughs> We're in the process right now. We have dark, dark brown floors, which you know, they're dark wood floors. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting rid of them because I hate them so much uh, and putting the light wood in. And now I'm sure that will be out. <laughs> no, you know, I don't I don't know. The thing about the light wood that you'll love, we had brown floors in our home before this one and they just show every speck of dust and every dog hair every footprint every crumb shows on those darker floors the Mm -hmm. nice thing about lighter floors which we've had for 10 years who knows if they're on their way out they they're really forgiving yeah that's that's what I'm most looking forward to because the last 10 years I've spent cleaning dark wood floors and it's killing me Mm mm-hmm You're going to love them. I think you're going to love your light wood floors. Another interior design trend, and this is from Vogue, as was the previous trend, Um, dual purpose rooms. And this just makes me laugh because (laughs) I think we've all been doing this, right? They're like, we're going to be using a kitchen and an office in one. Well, how many of us haven't been doing that? But here's what I do like from this. Uh, They mentioned like a dining room slash library in one. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like that because if you have a dining room in your house, how often do you spend in it? You have a dining room. Do you guys eat in there? Uh, Twice a year. Christmas and... (laughs) Yeah. No. Where do you guys eat dinner? Uh, On the couch. Yeah. At the island. Or at the island, yeah. A lot of people have a dining room that they don't use, and wouldn't it be nice if that space had a dual purpose like if you put bookshelves all along one wall or I don't know I don't hate that idea of using these spaces that you don't use every day and making them more multi-use yeah I don't hate that idea either I mean I, we're using the garage as a workout gym right? <laughs> our garage is playroom of sorts. I don't know why this is like groundbreaking, trend-setting information from folk. I feel like people in uh, with limited square footage do what they have to do. It, everything becomes a multipurpose room, you know? Yes. Maybe the idea is just making it more intentional as opposed to my laptops on the kitchen counter deal with it. Yeah, I'm doing bills at the kitchen table, so sorry, guys, (laughs) you know. Um, I thought this was fun, and it just made me think. Also from Vogue, there's a focus on up-and-coming artists and diversity and fresh faces in art. Now, of course this was from Vogue because they were like, oh, the trend is moving away from classical artists. I mean, how many of us have actual art in our homes? Do you? No. Like, no. No. I have... Like, that's not mass-produced. Right. Like, that wasn't on a Target shelf? No, I don't have anything like that, no. We went through a phase early in our marriage. We bought a lot of Bed, Bath & Beyond art. Like, a (laughs) a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Us, too. And then we kind of transitioned to, like, you know, home goods and Target art. And then a few years ago, we did a renovation on our home and I took down all the art and I have all these empty walls because I never bought anything to replace it because I feel so paralyzed by the process. Mm-hmm. Like I don't just want to go buy more home goods crap and hang it in the space. Although there's some pretty stuff, at home, goods. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but I don't know where else to start. I don't know how to find art that I love. I don't, I don't have any idea how to do that. Well, I will tell you, there is an artist on Instagram that I love. She lives in Australia. I love her stuff. I can't remember her name. I think it's Claire or something. I will leave a link in show notes. She produces, you know, art, mm-hmm. paints art, and then you can buy it from her. And I just love it so much, but it's expensive. Yeah. That's the other problem is someone shared a piece of art they had gotten for the holidays and I went and looked at that person's Instagram and ended up on their web page and then it was like, expensive is relative, but it was like $900 for these small little prints, which uh, of course their work is valuable, but I was like, this is why we haven't invested in art because I can get something for $60 at Target and that's a splurge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's just because we don't have like, you know, money to i don't have an art collector's budget there you go that's exactly my thoughts yeah but i am very interested if you have artists that you love i would like to start seeing that in my instagram feed so i can start like hey i'd like that for christmas i'd like to get a piece one year start building a collection of things that are meaningful well what about the awesome um place settings. I can't remember the gal's name yes. who does it. She her name's Erin. She made such beautiful art for your parents. That feels so special. I, I mean, you could commission her to do something if you had something in mind. For sure. So if you don't know what we're talking about, um, our friend Erin, she runs an Instagram account, well an Etsy shop with an Instagram account of the same name called Place Settings. And she does home portraits. And As I mentioned in last week's episode, my parents have a vacation home that is, um, it's being torn down. And I had a portrait done of kind of their backyard view. And it was so meaningful and special to them. Uh, I would need to, I mean, I don't think I want one of my own home, but it would be nice to find a a spot that's meaningful to have her do it. But yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, like, think about like vacation spots that you've been to Mm -hmm. or. I love that. Your childhood home or, I mean, if it feels special to you, if it's triggering, don't do that. (laughs) You know, the first house my husband and I bought together, like that would feel special. I don't know. I I love kind of like those kind of things. Yes. Meaningful pieces. Yeah. Hey, what do you think of the term pearl core? I don't even know what it means. (laughs) It sounds Uh, like an exercise. I don't know. Core is like this. Suffix that we're putting on everything means blank aesthetic. So, like, pearl core is, according to Vogue, going to be in. We're talking, like, you've seen sweaters with pearly accents or headbands or busting out your grandma's pearls. Oh, pearls. Oh, okay. I have seen headbands with pearls on them, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at Target, but yes. Right? It's like the masses Um, or you're, you know, that's going to be a trend in jewelry, pearls. Oh, I did just see a ring that has these really pretty pearls on it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm into it. And for men, this trend is called gorp core. Now, have you ever heard the term gorp? No, I have no idea what that is. Um, It's trail mix basically is what it means. And so I don't know if Vogue made up gorp core. (laughs) It's kind of funny. But the idea is like flannels and beanies and puffer coats, like a hiking inspired look, which, yeah, I'm into that for dudes.
1: Oh, I'm into that for
0: me. Totally. Totally. I like flannels and beanies and puffer coats. I think I'm more likely to take on the gorp core aesthetic than pearl core myself. No, that's not true. I think both, actually. Yeah. You're you're versatile like that. I think you could be (laughs) pearl core one day, gorp core the next. Sure letter writing and journaling are coming back this is according to hgtv to connect with the lost art of handwriting oh well that's hold on i'm gonna find my friend i like this idea you know early in the pandemic wendy did a really nice job of like sending letters via the mail to people because we weren't seeing anybody and i love getting actual mail i also like the idea um i like writing things by hand. I like taking notes by hand. I even in a very digital world. I like having nice pens and I don't know. I don't I'm not a journaler. That that's not a that doesn't speak to me, but I do like the idea of bringing back letters. Well, I have a friend that I went to high school with and she has an Instagram and a project that she has been dedicated to for years. It's called Sincerely Yours Letter. Wait, sincerely yours letter WC. I don't know what WC. We, oh, writing community. Sorry. Okay. She's located here in Orange County and she does these like meetups all the time at a local library mm-hmm. and and then just write letters to people. And I find that so nice. And actually, I'm going to blame it on her early in pandemic, I got a postcard from her Mm -hmm. and that like set me off, like I'm going to write letters to people too, because it made me feel so good that I wanted to share that with others. So I think for my friend here, like she's probably pretty stoked that letter writing is, you know, coming trending for 2022. Yeah. And I like the idea of doing it as a meetup. Right? Isn't that fun? I will uh, share her Instagram in our... Show notes. So Expedia wrote an article about travel trends, and it's funny because I don't know that this is unique to this year. So I'm going to list both the domestic and international locations that they think are going to be trending this year, and I want you to give me a yes or no for you personally. Okay, I'm ready. Orlando? No. Destin, Florida? No. Gatlinburg? I don't even know where that's at. It's a no for you, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) okay Panama City is that Florida? I think so it's a no Maui 100% yes and now we're going international Riviera Maya maybe Playa del Carmen maybe Tulum no Rome I would love to go to Italy yes I would love to visit Italy Bali Bali Mm, sure. That's like a once-in-a-lifetime trip, yes. London? Yes. And Paris? Yes. None of this strikes me as particularly shocking. Particularly, those are all big tourist destinations, always. Where's Gatlinburg? <laughs> Tennessee. Oh, I've already been to Tennessee. Um, it's nothing like Gatlinburg. It listed both Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge. We went there several years ago. It is like the tourist trap to end all tourist traps. Now it's oh. in the Smoky Mountains. It's gorgeous, but Gatlinburg is kind of like Vegas for kids. Like the entire main strip is like they have like a Ripley's Believe It or Not museum and they've got Ugh. a billion ice cream shops and they have mountain roller coasters and they've got Miniature. I mean, it is just like one thing on top of another, on top of another of things to do. You could spend a freaking fortune going up and down that strip. They also are home of the first 4th of July parade in the nation. It's at midnight on the 4th of July. Didn't we tried you to do attend. that? We yeah. tried to attend the at thunderstorm, familiar. rained us uh, out, yeah. made it until 1130 when they canceled it. I don't know. That doesn't feel like revolutionary to me. Those are big tourist destinations every year. Yeah, do you? Do any of these places sound appealing to you? I mean, I'd go back to Maui. Yeah, I'm not trying to shit on Florida. I just don't want to go to Florida. I don't like the weather in Florida. Well, here's the deal. Would I go to a Florida beach? We're on the West Coast. So getting to Florida is the same distance as getting to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. So if I lived closer to the East Coast and i lived in driving distance to these places yeah a florida beach would probably be one of our vacation destinations it's hard living in a beach area like beach adjacent to plan a beach vacation i don't know i'm a maui and not a maui i'm a hawaii snob i will say um but we're also getting to the point, my husband's like, why are we going on these beach vacations when we can go to the we have a pool in our backyard and I can go spend the day at the beach anytime I want to? Fine. But Hawaii I know. is more than a beach vacation, in my opinion. The vibe there is just magical to me. And that's what I want to escape to. Sometimes I need to get on a plane and stay in a hotel to feel like I'm on vacation. Yeah. It doesn't totally feel like vacation when you're going down to the local beach and paying fifteen dollars for parking and getting sand in your car and you know. right. packing my own cooler. God, I sound like such a bitch. You don't. It's it's a lot of work. Vacation and a day trip are not the same thing. So no. um they also said that they think splurging will be up in twenty twenty two to make up for lost travel time. I think that is an assumption just because who has like, uh, look, it's been really tough financially for a lot of people the last couple of years. So like, I don't know if I'm splurging on a huge vacation because I haven't got to go on one in three years or whatever. But uh, is my family lucky enough to, to go on a nice vacation? Probably. Are we spending splurging for it? No, probably not. No, I think that's more wishful thinking on the part of this yeah. article published by a vacation traveling Yeah, exactly. Just, mm-hmm. hmm Friends, what do you think about these 2022 trends? Shoot us an email, at gmail.com. We're going to come right back and talk Megan and Wendy Approved. Time for Megan and Wendy Approved. And what do you got, Wendy? I got a beauty item this week. Actually, something I purchased um towards the end of last year and repurchased because I love it so much. You know how much I love lemon. It is the Ula Henriksen Lemonade Scrub. And tell me, I'm any Danes out there listening, my husband, one of them, don't come for me because I perhaps pronounced his name wrong. We just, I just listened to a YouTube video where he himself pronounced. it. Did <laughs> this, this is the behind the scenes stuff guys. Uh-huh. Uh, well, it's funny because uh, my husband has uh, a, a relative whose name is Ula, but it's a woman and it's spelled differently. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyway, it's a beautiful lemon scrub, lemonade scrub. I love it so much. For it your face. In, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, I didn't even mention that he. There is a. Uh, it's funny. It's like a citrus combo. They have like an orange face cleanser and then a lemonade scrub. So it's like papaw, papaw, all the things I love. Yeah. Um, I just like it. I mean, I don't. It's just a scrub. It's not like. I mean, it's not mind blowing. I like the scent more than anything. Mm-hmm. It, it just wakes me up. I use it in the shower in the morning. I love it as an it. enjoyable user experience. Totally. And I just like the color of the bottle too. It's blue. I, well, something I, about a blue bottle with a bright yellow lemon on it just speaks to me on so many levels. I don't know. It's working for you. Yeah. I have a cable management system. My <laughs> desk is also my nightstand. And right now it's really working for me. I love the setup. It it brings me a lot of joy to look at. And it's also very functional. I've worked very hard to get that space to be something that I enjoy because having a desk in my bedroom is not my preferred place for it. But because my desk is in my bedroom, it's where I charge my laptop and my phone and my AirPods and my iPad. And I know I'm a jerk. I'm sorry, but everything gets charged. And so there are cables everywhere. And I bought this very small, I would say it's one inch by two and a half inches rubber pad that has adhesive on the back and um, it's magnetic and you stick it on your desk or your nightstand or whatever you're using. And then it has six little magnetic clips that you put on your cords. So they just kind of clamp around the end of your phone charger or your computer charger and they stay there. And when you Unplug them from your device. You just set them on this little magnetic pad so they don't fall back behind your desk. Oh yeah. Some of the reviews complain like the clips aren't big enough for a larger cord, but they fit around my phone charger and my Kindle charger and my computer. All cords of that size, they fit around no problem. What kind of cord are they trying to clamp? Like someone ex- said, like it won't fit over a uh, Ethernet cable. Okay. If that's the kind of thing you're unplugging regularly. You need a better system. This is. <laughs> For, you know, all the all the chargers that we're using on a daily basis. So it works really well, and I just set it right there on that pad so they don't fall off. And I waited a little bit before I stuck the little adhesive pad down because it had enough weight to it that it would just stay in place until I found the spot that worked best for me. And it says it is repositionable. I don't know if that's true. Um it's eleven ninety nine on Amazon, and it comes with space for five cords and i will say that we have we have been talking about reducing like our amazon usage i went looking to find this elsewhere i could not find this product anywhere else it was 11.99 and it shipped for free and this is how they get you yeah yep yep thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast if you like the podcast we would love it if you would take a minute and leave us a five star rating and a review you can leave reviews both in apple podcasts and spotify now we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to do that so far we'll be back on thursday with our thoughts on the wedding veil vale starring lacy chabert come back for that have a great week everybody goodbye bye